Welcome to My on Mondays, an explorative approach to the possessive my through narratives, art, and sound. Each Monday brings a new creation and unique perspective. My on Mondays is brought to you by Ming Studios, a contemporary art space and international artist residency program dedicated to the exhibition, experience, and exploration of arts and culture. Along with exhibiting artists from around the world, Ming also serves the community by hosting innovative programs including performances, workshops, screenings, readings, artist talks, and other cultural activities. For more information or if you'd like to participate in My on Mondays, you can visit our website at mingstudios.org. Hello and welcome to the 26th episode of My on Mondays. Today we have a piece by Jens Kuros. Jens has been a professional musician since the age of 15 when he landed his first jazz gig playing drums for a piano trio alongside Buddy Rich sideman Jeff Rue. After studying with jazz greats Billy Higgins and Ralph Peterson, he earned his bachelor's degree in jazz performance from the Berklee College of Music in 2005. Relocating to Los Angeles, Jens played with jazz greats such as Larry Coons and Bob Minzer, as well as members of pop rock groups Weezer and Maroon 5. He graduated from Azusa Pacific University with a master's in jazz performance in 2013. Jens has subsequently toured the world, playing storied festivals such as Glastonbury and Montreux Jazz Festival, as well as venues like Walt Disney Concert Hall and the Concert House Berlin. As a composer, Jens' music has been featured in several TV shows and films, such as 13 Reasons Why and Lucifer, as well as the 2016 documentary The Bomb, an immersive audiovisual experience about the history and threat of nuclear weapons which Jens has performed with the band The Acid at several film festivals, including the Tribeca, the Berlin Film Festival, and the Nobel Peace Prize ceremonies in Oslo, Norway. His piece today is titled My Question. So, Shad, Rack, Okay, Justin, mm-hmm. Frankie Tillo, Sean, <laughs> Scrivener, what's the one thing you There's wish? no right or wrong answer, but the question is... What is the one thing... What's the one thing... What's the one thing that you wish non-musicians understood about music or about being a musician? You wish what? that you wish non-musicians, non-musicians understood, understood about music or, or, or about being a sound of Sean either. Music or That's a huge question. Okay, wait, mm-hmm. I need to think about it. non define that, so that means just everybody who's not... Like, you are being I'm trying to be a musician. Or like a professional musician. Like, if you're not non-professional, you answer that question. I think... I think that every person... That's so funny. It's just crazy. What they don't realize, maybe, is how much, like, catharsis comes from making music mm-hmm. for one uh, I don't think of music as entertainment it's more of a spiritual experience it's more of the reason why a person would pray that's more of the reason why I play or listen to music probably like the the level of connection that it brings mm-hmm. within people yeah. like within people you play music with and the instant amount of like understanding you have for each other. Is that a good answer? Or is that a bad answer? Was that even an answer? I always like sit and wonder like what it would be like to be a person that couldn't just like have this impulse or like didn't have this regular impulse to, like sit down at a piano 
mm-hmm. or like pick up a guitar or something and just like fuck around for like an hour uh-huh. to have that thing at your fingertips at any point it's like therapy for me specifically well like, as a teacher as a music teacher I find that people tend to categorize themselves as musicians or non-musicians and uh, I would say that that line doesn't really exist that everyone like my parents or my mom (laughs) maybe yeah Uh, is a musician or has the potential to be it's a tough question it's such a personal question to you personally I guess what you think I I feel like people have real um, they've got this box of what music is or what it means to be a musician in their head and it doesn't really that box doesn't really exist. You can't label put people in like a whole non-musician musician, uh, you know, label. Um, Interesting. Because there's some people that have musical ability that I've met that aren't musicians that that when I play for them or, or they hear something I like, we're both hearing the same thing, and they're like accountants. <laughs> but I can tell they have they know it. They like feel the, how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. and that's just something that we have you can't really describe I that. can't speak for like other people's connections with people but you know I feel like but I guess that's what art does I don't know if it's music specifically but hmm. that's the first thing that comes to mind really the connection yeah everybody's got their own thing you know more or less but I couldn't imagine like my life without having that form of expression I guess and just being able to like create something that you can listen to and, and, and like respond to in a visceral way that's beyond just like you know writing something down or mm-hmm. something like that you know you wish people understood how cathartic how expressive how satisfying how helpful um just the act of creating something is yeah yeah exactly I mean cathartic is the right word but it's yeah. so also kind of incomplete it's like right it's so satisfying to be able to sit down and create something yeah I mean I think everyone should be able to find a place in expressing themselves through sound in whatever way that means anything to them you know there's something about creating something that is like from your heart and like your emotions all kind of combining into one thing that you just like you fucking made mm-hmm. that um, there's like no words for how like how great that feeling is it's just like a feeling that I wish that people that weren't artists could, could feel you know yeah because like, I and I wonder like what is it what's life like when you don't have something like that like, yeah I I legitimately have no idea like I there's some people sometimes I really can like empathize with certain people's situations and I can be like oh I this is must be what it's like to be this kind of person or whatever yeah but I think like a life devoid of like art in general is like a, a lifestyle that I can't really imagine like mm. it's just not the way my brain works yeah so <clears throat> you're saying that you wish people understood that they're they are all positions yeah and I and I feel that way because um there is this weird thing about putting musicians on a pedestal that mm-hmm. um, sometimes like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a musician, but like, wow, like well, the things you can do, it's incredible. I could never do that. And it's like, no, I mean, you could. <laughs> you know? Hold on, I like being put on a pedestal. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> that's why I do. That's why I do. This is my motive. Primary. <laughs> <laughs> you 
want another answer, this would be my other one. <laughs> I'll take uh, two. But I think that, that there's something to be said about doing something because you love to do it. And the payback really only comes through the connection with other people. Because that's, I think, what fulfillment is. It's not as like, it's not this instant thing or it's not, it's like this constant thing you work at. Fulfillment is highs and lows and mm-hmm. everything that comes from it. In this quest to connect or like in this like journey to connect with the people around you mm. so you you just wish people understood how good it felt to express yourself yeah like you can make the coolest shit that you think should exist that's what i think is so cool about arts like yeah i could i could like search deep far and wide like i could go to every blog there is and be like what are the best albums like ever you know and i could look look and try to find them the coolest thing at the end of the day is like being an artist is like you can just like make that shit like you can just like think of like i want something to sound like this and i like a little bit of this and i like a little bit of that and i can like throw it all together and like consume this like delicious meal that like i've always wanted to consume mm. for myself and i think that that's another thing that i think that people that aren't artists should maybe take away too from this is like being a consumer is nice but like you know being a creator is a lot nicer because then you can also consume your own creation you know (laughs) and you can like enjoy the fruits of your labor Uh you know so what you what are you saying and what you want them to understand it's a hard question to answer yeah that's the point yeah it's a point matthew i don't don't, you know what you want to is what you're trying i want everyone to love my music (laughs) simple is that the same answer as everybody else (laughs) <laughs> That's the fifth time I've heard that. <laughs> I think there's some um, detecting a pattern. Yeah. Watching someone who's really good at, at playing music, whatever, is like the people have this kind of sensation of that's un- unattainable, unattainable something, and you wish they didn't have that. Maybe like playing a burning guitar solo is very much attainable. Yeah. Well. <laughs> it's actually really easy. I'll teach you the skill. <laughs> what a ten-minute answer! Yeah, that's I want long-winded. But um, the idea of like you have to have X amount of craft in order to be considered a musician. Yeah. Like I don't feel. I, I think we focus too much on that aspect of being a musician. I, I just wish that. I think the world would be a better place if everyone realized that they had something con- to contribute to music, regardless of the degree of craft that they can deliver in this moment. Well, yeah, that, that was it right there. That was, that was the one. That was the one. That was it. Um, I feel like if I could just implant that into someone and be like, there are things out there that fulfill you in this way that mm-hmm. like buying something doesn't. Oh yeah. Or that like, if you could just be like, no, you you don't do this because it's cool or because you have a cool guitar or an amp or whatever you know what i mean like you you do it because there is this like deeper level of if, if i'm not claiming that you do but if you feel misunderstood by other people who don't play music you think it's because that that's the reason that they don't understand that they could be doing what you are doing i mean i uh when i feel let's see i'm trying to think of like times that i've felt misunderstood by other people yeah it's usually um yeah people that haven't studied music at all they talk about me as if i have this like oh you have this this gift or i have this 
And I'm like, seriously, I don't. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I I, I don't think I was a, like much of a standout musical student, you know, for a long time until I figured out, oh, if I just work on certain things and this, you know, then then I started to become more of a standout music student, you know, as I got older. But I, I think it was just like anyone else. And I can think of lots of things that I couldn't do as well as other musicians around me. And I just, you know, I just worked on it. And, uh, and everyone's got, you know, uh, you know, we're all, uh, different people. Everyone's got, you know, brains that are wired a little differently from one another. And some things are gonna come easier to some people than other people in terms of like the craft side of music. Right. But yeah, no, I often feel like that's a, that's a misunderstanding. Yeah. That I have some crazy gift that other people don't have. And I really, I really don't feel that way. You know. I don't feel that way either, but I let them believe that because it makes me seem <laughs> like more of a. No, I, yeah, no, I will. I will. I think that you're. you're... <laughs> I, I, I don't like if I think of the history. I mean, okay, so the last few hundred years, music has been presented in concert forms, and that's mostly in the West. But you know, for the rest of the world, for most of time, it was like this bigger thing. You, you made contact with God through it. Uh, yeah, so I don't think of music as entertainment. And I think if, if I... That's one of the things I want. Uh, that, that And then there, there was one other thing that came to me at the same time. Let's see if I can remember what that was. It's even worse. People don't see music as entertainment, but they see it as something that kind of supplements or augments something that's entertaining. You know, it's like mm-hmm. music exists as a film, like a, like a mm-hmm. film score, like a coming to a film, or it's something mm-hmm. they put on while they exercise mm-hmm. or while they fold their laundry or whatever. Um, or during their, uh, uh, or while they're eating dinner. Well, yeah, it's not something that exists in itself. It's something that exists yeah. to supplement other stuff. Right, people will like be driving or like doing whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. But like, that's it. I think for non musicians, like music is a very second rate, um, like activity. Like yeah. it's very, it's like it's something that's just like there to um, supplement what they're already doing. Yeah. And so I think, to like, just trying to find ways to, like, force people to, like, actually listen beyond just, you know. Also, people's uh, perception of music is really narrow. Like, it's a very small box. But if you were to actually look at what music has been to humans, like, across all of history and across the whole world, it's this huge playground of sound. Mm-hmm. You know, and can be meaningful to humans in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the notions that we have for what makes music, you know, good music or even just music in general, comes from like a very specific. Oh yeah, part the, of the other world thing I would say is like to an audience of people coming to watch is that it was. It's kind of like what I said at that house concert we played at. Um, that everyone that's in the room, like musicians, are almost at the mercy of listeners or supporters or or people who are willing to either put money towards or energy towards or investment of time towards um, supporting them like like we're almost at the mercy of that even in being able to create what we want to create mm-hmm. so like, like like I was saying about pay, a painter can you know get a canvas and make what they want to make but like musicians usually need other people outside of the band or outside of who themselves to make the music come come to fruition in any way and and in that way in a very real sense audiences have a opportunity to to almost be part of the band but definitely be part of the music making process and i know 
I'm sure you've experienced it as much as I have. Like the audience that's there basically, I mean, almost can determine the quality of how well the musicians play. If they if they show up willing to listen, to kind of put away what they were hoping to see or experience and try to, to try to make like a connection with the people making the music, then, you know, something kind of close to miraculous on occasion has happened and um those are some of my best musical memories like i guess music specifically because it's not like a painting where you just you know there's like interaction between yeah. instrumental it's kind of inherently a social art form yeah recently recently i've been trying to get it out of that mindset and i've just been practicing and not, i'm seeing more beauty in it instead of like worrying about this idea of like oh my god because some days I wake up and I you're gonna have some spicing to do I'm literally I have no thoughts like that in my mind I just oh there's some work to be done I have some songs I want to learn and that's where and that's where it ends like I don't I don't know who's gonna hear it I don't care personally I just want to be able to so play. you would say there's nothing that you want you wish those people understood about you um, art. you're content just being kind of like a self-contained artist and like doing your own thing and now I'm all turned around I'm like <laughs> is that what's happening when you're playing music are people enjoying music they don't really realize it, but it's up to them. In a very, in a very real way, it's up to them whether or not it's going to be a good show. Without realizing it, you know, like, guitars all over. <laughs> you know, like, but in reality, they're, you know, just spice that guitar soul. <laughs> I wish people could. <laughs> it is. They don't know that. They don't know That's that. true. It's pretty hard. I mean, I was going to say about. You know, you can make the music here, and maybe this isn't different from a painter in this case. You can make the music here, but even then, everyone who decides to listen to you mm-hmm. on Spotify, every single person who decides to look you up on YouTube to buy your records, um, or or labels that choose to support you, or whatever, it's still such a connective thing. You're still at the mercy. It's like you still need other you still need a lot of other people to, to in order to be able to continue doing what you're doing so i guess i mean uh, yeah painters would obviously need that too but uh, or any artist but uh, i still think there's something about even even when it's you know online or something people choosing to listen to you become part of what you've made in a, in a very like real way mm-hmm. The statement you made about people being able to come to a concert without expectation, mm-hmm. you know, that is the trickiest thing of all. Because you say you're going to a band that you like, you're a big fan of the band, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. You've listened to their records, you love their records, mm-hmm. now you want to go hear them live. So you have mm-hmm. this expectation. Yeah. Because of all the records you consume of what mm-hmm. they're going to sound like. And that actually spoils the experience. It absolutely does. That's what I was going to say. It's like, you, ho- you better hope. They don't play any of that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people crave the familiar, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the role of an artist to, like, to as best they can, um, lead them into the unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. And when people are going to live music, to have their expectations filled, mm-hmm. fulfilled, and be somewhere that's familiar and comfortable, that that makes it really difficult. I have a lot of respect for artists that like can kind of bring things from like the avant-garde or something or or bring things that are from you know more experimental realms of music and like package them in like a, a, a neat like kind of more easy to consume way for a lot of people because mm-hmm. i think it provides a lot to offer for people that would normally 
not be into those kind of sounds or kind of ideas or totally i think that's kind of the role of artists yeah kind of you're trying to you're trying to like teach people teach sounds too condescending but you're trying to show people new ways if you're a painter you're trying to show people new ways to see the world right If if you're a musician you're trying to show people new ways to listen Right. Very, I think that's very true. And like, you know, there's really abstract, cool, you know, bonkers, crazy, dissonant stuff out there that's really interesting to listen to, but that, you know, uh, you know, your average person is never going to listen to. And if they ever heard it, they would be very put off, off put by it. But if you can like package it in a way that teaches, like they gets them listening to weird stuff, then Mm. you're like, you're really like improving that person's life. Like you're expanding the way they can hear the world and you're really like doing them like making the world a better place yeah you know so uh, that that feels nice that would be nice and that happens occasionally you have people come up to me after be like said some things in a way that really I feel like oh man you you, you listen you really listen yeah. I think I made you cry tonight or I, I really made you feel some emotion or I, or I I surprised you because you didn't think it was going to be like this and also on the other end though there's been a lot of there's people who surprised me you play uh, you play music and there's someone who's like, I don't know anything about music, but like, yeah. this is what I got from it, and you're like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It worked. <laughs> no, I totally agree, and it kind of comes back to like the main point that you're making about like what should non-artists like learn, or musicians, or artists, and um, I think that one thing that we like we as artists could do for someone who's not an artist is to do that very thing where it's like here's something really interesting in a way that maybe you're used to consuming something Mm -hmm. and maybe just maybe you'll take away something new from it and Mm -hmm. like and 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 maybe your taste is expanded or whatever or maybe you just you didn't like it at all and that's fine but Mm -hmm. but like but it forced you to to like hear something different outside of your expectations for a minute or or whatever and yeah and and i think that yeah i think that the best artists i've seen do that yeah i get that's what you connect with Mm -hmm. but if you just break down that wall a little bit Mm -hmm. there's a whole world yeah what you can call music i wish people would realize that um music isn't necessarily supposed to just kind of um not supposed to be familiar all the time mm-hmm. or like there's nothing wrong with music that's familiar there's nothing wrong with listening to the records you love over and over again or the songs you love over. that's fine that's good right that's right. human mm-hmm. but like if you're just willing to put a little effort in you right. just will just work just a little bit like the universe will open up to you in ways music can show you so much stuff like it gets the, the emotions and the ideas that it's capable of are so much more complex and so much more interesting right and there's such an unexplored universe there for people you know and that if they just just listening to music that sounds like the music they already know just like staying comfortable yeah is like it's fine but if it's all you do it's kind of like killing you right right just a little <laughs> no, yeah I agree with that there's a whole world of things that will move you yeah if you just let go of that notion that if you're not covering some song with this amazing voice or if yeah. you're not Last Dance with Mary Jane or whatever, you know, <laughs> those are the only things that can move you. Everything else in between doesn't count as music. Yeah. I feel like, you know, 
Everybody feels like a critic of music, but then at the same time says, I can't do music. People shouldn't ask themselves whether or not they like it. They should ask themselves, what is this person trying to say? Yeah. That's like really good advice for like how to listen to music. Interestingly enough, like a whole world of other music that's like really poorly performed. Like, you know, performed at like a sixth grade level. But like it's really, really saying something that's really honest and really genuine and like really deep and you can listen to it and you're like, oh wow. No, it's good. I did a listening session with my students. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and that was what I said. I said, I want you to listen to this thing. I said, I said turn off the thing that is trying to decide if you like this or not. Just, yeah. just don't even listen for that part. Yeah. Just turn off that voice and just listen to the sounds and try to figure out what they're trying to say. And I just think it's... And it was... I could see in their life, they never considered that yeah. before. You're only taught to think, like, when you listen to music, do I like this or not? Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, you don't have to. I wish someone had, had, like, broken that down for me when I was in... I don't know how... Yeah, to quote some of my favorite artists, you know, you can learn everything there is to know about notes, everything there is to know about chords, and still be nothing. Yeah. You know, unless you let go of what's holding you back or something, like, where you find that other thing like, like, that you can't describe it. Anything done with regularity, you know, no matter how amazing it is, becomes uh, mundane and uninteresting. It could be the most, it could be, it could be having orgies with supermodels, it could be jumping out of an airplane with your hair on fire. If you did it every, every day. day, 24 hours a day, it would yeah. not be <laughs> interesting or fun anymore. And music is one of those things that's such a magical, emotional, spiritual, mystical thing. But it's become like just the wallpaper to our everyday lives now, and that makes it. If you're just doing that, then uh, just the fact that you're there, that means who cares what people think? Because most of them don't even know you're there. <laughs> you know, like. Is that it? Could, could the answer? Yeah, could the answer to the question be that simple? If I say, "What is it that you wish these people understood?" You can say, "I wish they understood that I was there." What you wish people understood is that when you play music, it's like you giving them a middle finger. <laughs> I think just sticking with like, you know, just the drive to be like, look, I can make something. There is value in this, you know. And the value is, is that you do it. What makes me happy is making music, you know, in the right situations. So you're not trying to be understood. I mean, in life, not even the music, I mean, uh, no, I don't actively think about it. I, I don't think about it. So you don't have an answer, essentially. Well, there's nothing that you wish they understood. I mean, it's like, let them be. They, they can you, help. Do you, you do you. They do them, you do you. It's amazing seeing someone who's eight years old mm-hmm. play something in your life. I get it. Like, kids are always amazing. They're, like, they're amazing, you know? Yeah. They're, like, it's so flowing. All this energy, all these things can be channeled so easily. And it's like, before you get all closed off and, like, all these, like, preconceived notions of what emotions are allowed. Or yeah. What. And I think that's, like, that's what's sad about it, I guess, is I wish people could understand, like, early on that there's, like, this amazing way to process like there is a way to be like just a little bit less alone
lost the plot. Of we lost the plot, but that was fun to talk about. It's good. Okay, cool. Don't show this to anybody. Good talk, guys. <laughs> um, good talk. That's probably plenty of material. Yeah, we've been speaking for a long Okay, that's good. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'll be back next week. Tune in.